0: Welcome to Rook's Rants Episode 2, Newbie Stole My Linux. Alright, welcome aboard everybody. This is uh, Rook's Rants Episode 2. We're going to get it going with a little more ranty this time. Um, Let's start off with the good news. Hey, everyone loves new toys, and I managed to snag a new laptop after uh, beating up on my old ThinkPad 261 for three years. I got the wifely permission to do an upgrade, and I got this awesome X201, just smaller laptop, but uh, fast little thing, loaded all up, 8 gigs of RAM and everything. And of course, with any new machine, you have to worry about getting the new install going so because i got an ssd with this thing i actually just yanked out the hard drive that came in it never booted the windows or whatever was on it and threw in my intel ssd with my awesome ubuntu usb stick here from uh, that i made for my desk uh, my other laptop using usb creator which uh, works really well i have to say and went through the install uh, which took all of about four minutes uh, you have to love ssds and installing from usb is just awesome so that's not very ranty but after I get the install going, I start running into all my problems. Um, first of all, I'm a non-standard user, right? I consider, you know, I'm not quite a, a Linux graybeard, but power user, we'll call it. And I, I don't, I don't use GNOME. I'm a big lover of uh, tiling window managers. Um, I don't use, you know, Gedit and things. I'm, I'm a big Vim guy. Um, I don't use Quibbler. I use, you know, my all my social networking stuff is in TwitVim. Um, so it takes a little tweaking for me to get my system up and running. Fortunately, it's normally pretty easy. Um, I've got all my configs in little Git repositories with little install.py scripts in each one that will go through and uh, do all the symlinks and everything that needs to be done with all the different uh, files and the different Git repositories for you know SSH config and your Vim config and um, you know all your dot files for things. So that was great. I get everything all up and running, get you know all the packages downloaded, and uh, you know things are screaming along and joining the new laptop. And then it comes time to really start tweaking things. So, for instance, I didn't want to run with GDM on this machine. The GUI login manager takes too long, in my opinion. I have to go through, and it, it, it wasn't remembering which last um, window environment I had gone into. So every time I went into Awesome, it would reboot and come back into GNOME, which was really annoying. So I thought, you know what? I don't need GDM. I've run text, you know, startup just in the text mode before i'll just go ahead and take care of this so i started out trying to go through and just turn off gdm go into your uh... you know update rc dot d and remove uh... gdm so that on boot it doesn't start at any run level well i kind of in for a shot when i reboot the machine and it comes right back to gdm uh... what the hell wait a minute i just turned this thing off so you try it again right go back make sure you have no little sim links in there Normally, so processes in there have a S or a K based on starter kill on a run level or whatnot. Um, but GDM's all fancy upstartified, and evidently, that's not where things live anymore. So I'm like, all right. Frankly, I don't even need GDM. I don't care if it's here. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and app get remove it. So app get remove a login you know, a manager here shouldn't be a problem, except that um, when I remove it and I go to boot back up, I end up with all these X org errors and now i made sure that when i uninstalled it that no you know no XWork packages went out the window or anything but but really it was kind of surprising that uninstalling the login manager would actually cause me to not have a functioning x uh, org config anymore so after kind of being baffled and trying to figure out what to do about this i ended up reinstalling gdm based on a cached package that was on the system from when i installed it initially and that got me back up and you know into GDM, which then got me, you know, into my awesome, you know, uh, tiling window uh, manager. So that was great, but I still hadn't managed to get rid of GDM and I was, you know, much more frustrated off than I was to start with. So I started trying to figure out you know, figure this stuff out. And I run into a post about how now in Lucid, um, the latest uh, official Ubuntu, you actually have to go into your grub config in Etsy slash default slash grub and set a text command into your default um, options there in grub and if you set it to text it will boot into text mode now what i, I don't understand is why i still don't understand why i need gdm at all um, so okay i'm telling grub to basically boot into a text mode and it bypasses gdm and goes into text mode and i'm thinking all right this is great I'm back to my text mode, except that I go to test out all my hardware on the new laptop, including my fancy mic and everything, and I find out I have no sound at all. I actually had no sound devices whatsoever. So I'm like, okay, so somehow booting into text mode has now affected the devices available on my machine. Um, I'm still not getting it because, after all, your devices and things are generally loaded up based on your kernel and you know detected on boot and such. So, after a little research, come to find out that there's a bug in Launchpad, which I ended up going and confirming because there had been a few, you know, Me Toos, but um, no one had gone through and confirmed it. That there's a permission problem. That if you boot into text mode, there's a known bug where basically you don't get permission uh, in the, your, your user's not in the audio groups or something. And again, I'm, I'm just kind of baffled. There's an Etsy password file, which sets which groups you're in, an Etsy group file, sorry, that actually touches the groups that you're in. Why in the world does booting in a text mode or not using GDM cause me to get different permissions for these things? The permissions should be set on my user. I'm just not following how the logic with this comes about. And it really got me thinking, you know, in the process of this, I just, you know, realized that, a lot of the things that I learned about on Linux, you know, your Etsy init tab and you know these run levels and things are, are all, they're kind of gone. Um, you can't, you know, boot to run level three, run level five, you know, reboot your system by changing your run level to six real fast on the fly. And I kind of miss, I, I'm missing the old days where I kind of knew how all the stuff worked and I, I could get in there and, and edit these things and I, I understood how the system was kind of put together. Now, some things I never understood. I'm not going to admit that I've ever been like a master in how sound and Linux works. I've never gone through it because it's just always seemed to be such a mess, which is one of the reasons why I got into Ubuntu in the first place was that while, well, you know, I was getting into Linux and, you know, I came from the Windows side of things and it took me a long time to figure out how to get into Linux because I kept trying to do things the Windows way. And as soon as I got through my thick skull, that it was just different, learn to do things differently and I learned that the way Linux worked I actually came to appreciate and actually loved that system I love my text files I love my command prompt I love all the, the powerful things it gives me you know the ease of which I can do quick development and scripts and and just all the power that's underneath the hood here are all the things I came to know and love about Linux now I was using Debian at the time and when i saw ubuntu it was like a lot of the hard hard stuff things like you know getting your video working out of, out of the box and your sound working out of the box were more taken care of and you know what honestly the big thing that i really loved about ubuntu is that they provided one default software package for all the things you wanted to use and from a debian install where you got 10 text editors and 15 media players and all this that was a refreshing taste so i got on the ubuntu bandwagon real fairly early i'm thinking uh, Pretty breezy. I'd have to go back and look at my history timeline here, but I've I've always loved that my stuff works out of the box, but I could always go in and remove things. So, for instance, I haven't used Gnome in, I don't know, the last three or four releases. Um, I've never really been a G-Edit user and things, but at least I only had one package that was extraneous or that I had to remove or whatnot versus... You know a whole setup of things that you would get out like a default you know debian gui install which brings me back to all these changes going on i understand that uh, ubuntu is you know linux for human beings but uh whatever happened to linux for me um i know they're trying to make things easier for everyone and i know all these decisions make sense somewhere but i can't help but feel that you know the power linux user the guy that kind of you know came in and i don't know i guess we kind of built the foundation here uh, are really getting left out in the cold with the the goal of making Linux, you know, usable for you know my dad and you know my aunt and things. And honestly, I just don't care. Um, I, I hate to sound cruel to the people, but um, I don't care. anybody else, you know, that they use Linux. I use it because it's great for me, for my needs. That I feel it makes me more efficient and allows me to do the things that I want to do with my computer. And I tell you what, maybe I'm just outgrowing Ubuntu, or maybe Ubuntu's outgrowing me. I don't know which. But boy, sometimes it just seems like I'm uh, barking up the wrong tree with my, you know, my needs and desires anymore, and that um, things are actually getting harder and harder for me to deal with uh, than they than they ever were. Even though technically I know more now than I used to then. So I'm very curious. What does everyone else think? How are you guys? You know. Are you guys recent to linux or the changes that are going in making you you know a happier user or are any of you guys in my boat where you're kind of realizing that um the path that ubuntu is choosing to chase with things is maybe not the path for me i admit i installed arch linux into a virtual machine over the weekend and my goal is to try to go through and completely replicate my live ubuntu install on this vm with uh, arch and to see if it you know fits me better but anyway, I kind of feel that, you know, these days it's a, it's a bit tough to kind of move on from distro to distro because at the end of the day, you know, I've got a baby now. Um, my time to fiddle with things is definitely, you know, smaller than it used to be. While changing distros is something that I, you know, I'm definitely looking at, uh, I kind of feel like it's a, it's a sinkhole of time. Then again, I just got through sinking in several hours over the last few days trying to figure out why I just couldn't get my Ubuntu install set up the way I wanted it. So maybe it is time to go ahead and... Bite the bullet, eat the time up now, and find something new that'll help serve me for the next, you know, what, four or five years that Ubuntu has served me these last four or five. So until next time, I'm Rick Harding here with Lococast.net on another one of Rick's Rants.